Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are joined by a guest, John Garcia from Toy Story Minute. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me on. We're, we're glad to have you on. Uh, we always kind of hoped that after <laughs> some Disney stuff, we would have all of the time in the world and we'd be able to start taking over some Pixar stuff. Starting with Toy Story, of course, but you uh, you snatched it up. I scooped ya, scooped yeah. it out from ya. So we're we're, we're <laughs> I, I mean, we are definitely jealous <laughs> that you you've got Toy Story Minute. Well, I remember but, uh, when I first said that I was going to do it. You guys asked if I wanted to be on with Disney uh, with yeah, Game, connected. as I'm calling it in my head. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, uh, I, I like uh, kind of separating them into, like, you know, there's a Pixar and there's a... And for now, we're just doing a Toy Story. We're not quite planning to do, like, a, you know, all the all the other Pixar movies, but who knows? So, so there's still room for us. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, don't but, go snatching, but, you know, there's there's a uh, lot of Disney movies out there. Yes, we're, we're not going to run out yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um after Snow White, we're going to jump to Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. Yeah. We're going to oh, take a break. That's a good one. Well, yeah, you got to take a break. You're doing a lot. I mean, there's a lot to cover. It's exhausting. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. But uh, we look forward to listening to Toy Story a minute because we talked a lot about it. I was like, Toy Story is a really great movie. It's so good. Oh, my God. It is. I've watched it uh, so many times in the last couple weeks just getting ready. <laughs> Uh, we're premiering on the uh, 29th, so I'm real excited about that. Well, we are looking forward to listening to it. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just getting, I'm actually uh, just about to get all the scheduling finalized, so we'll, we'll have you guys on soon-ish. Yes, I, I made a request. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, it's good, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, there's not really, like, a bad section in there's, that one. I realized in because we're recording now in the seventies of Snow White, Toy Story only goes to eighty minutes. It's real short. Really, that's yeah. a lot like Snow White then, because Snow White wraps up at eighty three. So does Little Mermaid, the, wow. our next one. So these animated features, which uh, there's there have not been a lot of animated films done in the movies by minutes. Um, mm-hmm. The only other one before us was Zootopia, but it's uh, but they're doing it like one episode per week, and it's only and, on YouTube. It's a, it's so. And and none of the other um, movies by minutes people seem to have made contact with them, mm-hmm. so nobody really knows what what's going on there. So we were the the first traditional animation, I've earliest um, film, and yeah, and but all the animated ones are a bit shorter than the live action ones, seem especially to be. compared to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we always have to mention them because they are going to hold that record forever. <laughs> I, I'm a religious Back to the Future Minute listener because uh, I just watched them so much as a kid. And once they started announcing that like they had people doing Harry Potter Minute and they had people doing Lord of the Rings Minute, I was just like, are are you insane? Would you... <laughs> that, it's yeah. just so ridiculous. Because I was looking at Toy Story uh, with, with my friend Jeb, who's co-hosting it with me, and I was saying, oh, well, if for some reason we hate this, it's still only 80 minutes it's still only 16 weeks of our <laughs> lives if we just don't want to go on and do the next you know but i i love uh yeah. i don't know the the thing about the 80 minutes thing is in a especially in a computer animated movie you have so many people working on it that like the last five minutes are credits so <laughs> it's even yeah. shorter than you think 
Yeah, and we did not have that problem because it was the the old school 1930s credits, mm. so it was real short and right up front. So we don't even have any credits at the end. When we go to oh. our last three minutes, it's just us it's, doing the final shots of the like film. The end, and that's it. It's it's really... which is which is atypical. Mm-hmm. We uh we uh, Toy Story is the only Pixar movie that actually has upfront credits, but we didn't even talk about those because there's so many characters introduced right in the beginning, and I was like looking uh-huh. up when Etch a Sketch came out and stuff like that. Yeah, Toy yeah. Story is, and that's a that's a good part of at. Toy Story is you get to dig into mm-hmm. all of the the toy culture and and like you said the Etch a Sketch and things I've like that. I've never appreciated Mr. Potato Head so much. um but we are talking about snow white and the seven dwarfs today it's Uh minute 73 Mm -hmm. and it starts off with the dwarfs whistling um hi-ho as they're going to work and it ends with the witch saying it's a magic wishing app see i i cut it off right when she said magic wishing app and it made me think (laughs) that maybe she's uh doing like a little tech startup you know (laughs) a little bit early it it with with the seconds it kind of yeah it gets a little fuzzy yeah you don't know exactly when to exactly cut it off even our dvd um we've paused it at different times and it seems like we paused it on the exact same frame but it has said it was one second you know forward or back from where we thought it was so we kind of do a general (laughs) yeah yeah that works that makes sense (laughs) um but yeah so the the dwarves are arriving at work and the and we cut back and forth between them and the animals chasing to catch up right yeah it, it, I never thought about it. the fact that they're whistling. Do you think that they uh, kind of took that as a hint from Snow White? Because she made the whole whistle while you work, and before they were singing, did they? Uh, just, I like, think adapt that. Did they whistle on the first song? Maybe. I think they whistled a little a bit, a little bit, but not not as much. So not maybe entirely they... whistling. Yeah. Um, they just sang one line and then. Just and I know um, Dopey whistled some earlier. I think when they were washing up. Oh. Um, he did some whistling, or or sometime. Mm-hmm. So whistling has been part of this movie. It's a very whistly. It's a whistly, echoey movie, is what it is. Yeah, um, and I noticed that it cuts back and forth between the dwarfs and the animals, and the animals are are you know running to to get to them, and it's going when it you know cuts from the dwarfs and then back to the dwarfs. They're still doing um, hi ho. They're still singing it. And so I'm pretty sure, like they've done before with the music, um, they do pretty much the same song. They just change how they're playing it. So they cut to the uh, animals, and it's it's this like frantic, chaotic, yeah. maybe a little bit discordant, but it's still hi-ho, I think, is they're basically still playing hi-ho. And then it cuts back to the dwarfs, and it flows right back into the normal one. And it's like when... Um, it's an intense hi-ho. <laughs> yeah. When, um, when Grumpy was leaving the cottage... It was mimicking how he was feeling, but it was still playing the same song the entire time. And so, you know, it was a little bit, you know, funny and cheerful. And then he smashed his nose in and then it got, you know, sad and grumpy Mm -hmm. again. And then he splashed in the water and it was, and it was, it was funny again. And so they kept playing the same song, the same tune, the same, you know, basic notes. But I don't know if they were changing keys or, or, you know, certain dynamics of the way they're playing it. And, and then it's just cutting back to the same tune. 
Uh, theme and variations in music is really interesting. They do that a lot in Pixar, too. Um, like, I'm thinking right now about Up and how it starts with that really sad sequence and it does that kind of that do-do-do-do. And it just does that over and over whenever uh, they call back to that to that moment. Right. But it's, they, it's the yeah. same theme consistently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, um, so I wasn't totally sure if that was the case here, but I think it was. They just played it very frantic and chaotic. I I want to um, look at what the what the dwarves are doing, kind of like before, obviously before the animals really come, because uh, Dopey does the whole thing where he pushes up on. Is that Sleepy? That's Sleepy. Yes. Right? So so they line up and they're pulling um, <laughs> one of the minecarts, and you've got five of them up front. And then Sleepy, basically falling asleep as he's pushing the back of the minecart. And, and then Dopey comes up behind him and pushes him up kind of into the minecart. Yeah. Sleepies. And before that, they, they put all their uh, tools into the, the minecart. And so... Ah. I feel like Sleepy um, isn't the best co-worker, really. Because he's not... He doesn't do much but sleep, you know? And this is the <laughs> this is the sleepiest and laziest he's looked, I think, is I this think moment. He, oh, as he's, like, leaning against yeah. it. Yeah, it looks like he's about to actually, like, conk out. These and, are and, physical you know, laborers. They can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason that people who handle machinery have <laughs> specifications about, you know, what kind of medicine they can take at certain times. If it's going to make them drowsy, like, no, you can't do that. So, uh, Sleepy, yeah, he's really tired, and he fall- and Dopey pushes him, basically, into the car. Because Dopey pushes directly on his butt, though. Do you, yeah, mm-hmm. he okay. basically scoops him up into the cart. Uh, do you, are the the dwarves aren't related, are they? That they might be brothers. They might be brothers. It's we we don't know. Dwarves are so different, though. Like Dopey's way yeah. younger than like Doc. So it, it's it's possible that they're brothers. That's the it's best. Possible. We have. It's possible that they're not. We we have. This so made many me think. This made me think questions. there might be something romantic with uh with Dopey getting all up on there. You know. <laughs> well, and there's also been the theory that. Dopey was a female dwarf. That was one of our early uh, well, guests' comments. That works. That and, works and so too. Maybe it's maybe it's you know a certain femininity or um or who knows what. I mean, whatever it's, whatever works for you, man. But, whatever the dwarves want to do. I mean, they've all been living in that house together for who knows how long. Something has <laughs> to have happened between some of them. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's a lot of details about the dwarfs we don't know. We don't know exactly their ages. We don't know um, what their, their relationship to live is. together. Why they yeah, all have the same job. Are yeah. so, some of them seem a little oblivious to the outside world. Whereas yeah, or, mostly, or ignorant. Like yeah. they, they don't know much about how anything else works. But Grumpy and Doc seem to know a little bit more. Especially oh, Grumpy. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doc um, acts and, like he knows a lot. I mean, uh, like once the once the animals start warning him, he says, "Like what ails these crazy birds?" And it's like, we know you're not a medical doctor. We know you're not a veterinarian or a psychologist or a veterinarian psychologist. You can't diagnose these birds, doc. You don't know. Yeah, I think his his real skills are in uh, gemology. <laughs> That's all he's good for is is noting the quality of the of the stones. They're it's mining. not that hard when the mine you go into has the diamonds just poking out everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. But they also we don't. I mean, this is digging back into some old minutes. Like they don't know what they're digging them for. They know they get rich, but they also just bag them up and put them in the vault. Well. So if we they got rich them off them, they wouldn't all share a house, you know? Yeah. And so we don't really see them use them for anything. 
Yeah. They don't know what they're digging them for. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they say it, specifically. So it's, I think, I think that's kind of that note in the first um, Hi Ho song is really just supposed to be kind of a, a meta narrative thing where we're like, this is just, it's, it's a fairy tale and this is just the status quo and we're not going to explain why the status is this quo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when, when the animals come and warn them, why, why is it, it's not, they don't, they're not really warning them. They're more of attacking them, right? They're just starting we, to pull them we, because we talked about that, um. With our last guest who yeah, was here. Earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was that the animals haven't really had any interactions with the dwarfs so far. And oh. so their level of communication hasn't been clear. And so we think they're really just kind of going for a long shot and like, they're not even like, like lassie level, um, you know, able to communicate. They can just do, Basically, like, we need to get them back this way, so we're going to pull them until they come. Mm-hmm. And they pull on, like, they pull on their hats, but their hats don't come off. And I, I feel like, uh, and there's the part with Sneezy, right, where he sneezes at him. It feels mm-hmm. like there's, it's a battle, you know? He's, only Sneezy can defeat the avian menace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they pull, um, like, Dopey's clothes get pulled in all sorts of directions, and he tries to swat at them and, and falls down. The oh, birds are Dopey. pecking at each, at everyone. And then there's a shot from, uh, like, far. Wide out. A that's wide, wide, shot. Wide, wide Uh, and you see all the animals attacking all the dwarfs, mm-hmm. and Sleepy's just in this, in the cart. Yeah, that's been it, it, pulled like, over, over. And he's, like, just shooing them away, and then falling back asleep. And I'm just like, Sleepy, what is up with you? You but- think with, the fly always attacks Sneaky. Or sleepy, yeah. not sneaky. You you think that maybe like more other flying creatures would also want to attack him? Like I yeah. thought, yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of odd that they don't have the fly specifically show up to <laughs> to attack Sleepy. Like if if they had built that relationship, it's like okay. I mean, we've seen it like four times: the fly and Sleepy. Mm-hmm. We've seen it at the mine, the washing, the song, and at at bedtime. And so <laughs> if the if the fly had shown up and just like started tugging on him i think that would have been great but they went with just the, the standard forest animals and he's just trying to sleep because <laughs> he's so lazy that's all uh, he ever tries to do <laughs> yes um but i did want to mention before we go on to um like any any like other the witch like, or any of that yeah, yeah. the cottage mm-hmm. we uh in the book that I have mentioned so many times, many, Snow White, many, times. many, many times, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, a creation of a classic, uh, it says that, so originally, I mentioned this on the Monday episode of this week, I think, um, that before the witch was supposed to get to the cottage is where there was a deleted scene where the dwarfs Lord. build Snow White a bed. Yeah. And, mm. um, and that was then cut out and instead of them going to work at this point where they're going to the uh to the mine and pulling the cart and uh towards the mine and everything before that actually happens um they they're build it so in the if, original if, if they had been doing the scene with building a bed yes if mm-hmm. they have been building the bed then uh, at this point they wouldn't be pulling a minecart, they would be pulling the bed back towards the house. Oh, And cool. then they changed, and then the animals would have met them halfway, and... And that would have made more sense to have Sleepy, like, as soon as he was on a bed, he's falling asleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that makes a lot more sense than sleeping in the minecart. 
Well, and and that makes more sense than kind of the setup they have with the minecart where they've got the rope and they're pulling and, and a couple of them are pushing mm-hmm. because that's not the setup they had for the minecart before. Before they had a deer hooked up to it and he was pulling it. So that rope looked odd to me. Like it struck me as odd and now I kind of know why the structure for that sequence was a little different. They're like, well, we'll just switch it to a minecart. Oh, uh, that makes yeah. sense. Well, I appreciate that note. That book is really great. <laughs> it is so amazing. Everyone should go buy it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really cool. Okay, should we jump to the cottage? Sure. Oh yeah. I I my my first thing is uh the what's her name? Her name's like uh Grimhilda, right? Is that her name? Uh, uh I think I think Grimhilda is the yeah. is the name. Yeah, she uh she calls herself like a uh, your your poor old granny when she talks to Snow White. And yes. I like it because, tech- like, legally, she is uh, Snow White's mother, like, by all intents and purposes, so calling herself Granny isn't that far off. I mean, I know it's not supposed to be literally, but I, I feel like it works. Yeah. It- and I think, in a lot of ways, she's just, like, really assuming the role of, of this this disguise. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's really digging into it and oh, everything. Oh, she gets into it. Which I've never... Like, I... I don't know, even after, you know, having discussed this disguise for almost a month mm-hmm. uh, since since she transformed, like, the way she feels comfortable in it is surprising, and I wonder if that's part of the magic of it, is, like, no, it's an all-encompassing disguise. Like, even your mind is a little different. You become more folksy and and uh, and rustic mm-hmm. as, she, as she fills this role. I think also, I mean, it, it works with her becoming, like, a you know, there's the whole thing of uh, beauty being good and 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 ugliness being evil. Uh, when she turns into this old witch, this kind of prototypical uh, uh, witch figure, um, you know, because she's always been a witch. She, I mean, she's been doing magic for like a, a few scenes now. Uh, but yeah. now she's more directly attacking Snow White, whereas before, you know, she was just sending the hunter after her. And, uh, so now it seems more like, uh, she's, it's also making her more, uh, evil and directly active in the story. Yeah. And, and I think also part of the disguise is this attempt to be seemingly kind. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's all part of this disguise. And I've also been, uh, working on a theory this whole week. Like, this is some regular con man grifting. Like, oh, yeah. These are standard, like, she's doing basically, like, cold readings on Snow White throughout this sequence, where she's, like, she's, like, smelling, she's, like, oh, you're making pies, here's how I'll bring up apples. And then, you know, she starts talking about the wishing apple, and it might be into tomorrow, where she starts talking about, like, what might you wish for? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, that's classic cold reading stuff, where she says... Maybe it's this. Maybe it's this. Yes. Oh, I got something. Okay. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Your name is uh, some kind of uh, precipitation. A B C D. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, she is manipulating Snow White in so many ways, and Snow White is so innocent that she just sees past it all. Well, it's not and quite a. It's not quite a cold reading, right? Because she knows Snow White. She knows. Yeah, she knows some things, but... Um, but she doesn't know how she was going... Like, like, how to get in she, with the apple. Yeah. So until she knew pies, then that was her <laughs> in for for apples. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know, said all this stuff about, well, apples make the best pies, which we know isn't the case for the dwarfs. They like gooseberries. Mm-hmm. Well, um, do they have access to apples in the forest? I mean, maybe that's why she wants to disguise herself as an apple salesman, saleswoman. 
Because uh, maybe they don't have, they have limited apples. access. That's possible. It's possible. All the trees we in the know. forest are evil, so they might not have <laughs> apples. Yeah, we don't get a lot of details about what's in the forest, but it, what they I have mean, access to. But the the dwarves said that like, they mentioned apples. They they mentioned what they mentioned apples, they apple mentioned dumplings, apple, apple dumplings. Oh. But when she said when she was listing a bunch of things that she could um, make. She said gooseberry pie, and, and they, they were all ecstatic. that. That was like the thing that made that would make them stay. That so, would make them want her to stay. So I assumed they had access, re- ready access to gooseberries near the cottage because she was able to get enough for pies. So, that- so just like uh, goodness is represented by beauty, and and uh, evil is represented by ugliness. Gooseberries are the good fruit, and apples are evil. <laughs> Like a like a kind of an Adam and Eve kind of thing. Yeah, I think the apple is is definitely a biblical um, sort of yeah. element. Mm-hmm. Well, then what would the gooseberries be in that in that story? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know a lot about gooseberries. I did a little bit of research on them, and they're they're, I mean, they're just a kind of berry. Yeah. There's not a lot of symbolism attached to gooseberries as as far as I know. But they're they're not think- apples, and apples are here symbolizing. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's all about I the temptation. Was, think, yeah, the temptation because they're red. It's red and yeah. evil. I think they used gooseberries just because it sounds funny. It does. <laughs> yeah. Do do geese eat berries? Or I mean, I'm sure you guys. I don't have already know what the origin. I don't know what the origin of the name of gooseberries is. I've seen gooseberries. Like I've I've eaten gooseberries before. I don't know why they're called gooseberries, and my research didn't yield any I actually, information on it. I know what the origin of gooseberries is. It's okay. A gooseberry bush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wait, that was lost a dumb you, joke. It, I, I made a dumb joke. and said it's a gooseberry bush. That's the origin of gooseberry. <laughs> that's where they grow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the um, dumbest joke I've, I've made in my life. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, what's the exchange that they actually have in this minute? I don't want to jump ahead. Uh, she... It's, it's just the queen saying that this is a magic wishing apple. Uh, yeah, it's, it's no ordinary apple. It's a magic wishing apple. Do you think she had a plan to use, uh, like... I'll call it a wishing apple. Do you think that was a long-term plan for how to get Snow White to eat it? Or was, or is she just like coming up with stuff on the spot right now? She might be improvising right there on the spot. I don't, I don't know. I mean, if it would kind of have to take place in how she was going to originally bring up the The apple apple before. And I don't think she had a plan. I think she was just ready to improvise. I think, I think think she's, you know, got some experience with this con man stuff. I think it might be a plan because uh, the movie began with Snow White loudly singing about how she was wishing. So maybe uh, maybe Grimhilda overheard it. And That's she, true. she knew, I mean, she asks later, I think it's Friday, it might be t- uh, tomorrow. If there's someone but specific. if there's someone special. And, and, and she would know. And, and she knows because she saw the prince. And so. Or even, we have this vain, uh, this vain character... Uh, this this vain witch who's asking, and and she sees Snow White in a cottage, and they've lived in a castle all their life. So maybe she's like, "Ooh, she can't possibly be happy here," even though Snow White is is perfectly happy in the you know with the dwarves. Yeah. Um. So it's unclear like what her exact plan was, but maybe we'll learn more about it 
tomorrow. Ooh. I'm out of notes. That was a yeah. That that's a good stopping point. <laughs> I'm out of notes too. Okay. If if you don't have anything, John, then why don't you tell our listeners where they can find your stuff when it comes out, which will be pretty close to when this episode drops. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I saw that. Um. Uh, you can follow the Toy Story Minute on at Toy Story Minute at on Twitter. Um, it's pretty simple there. Uh, we haven't uh, made like a Facebook group or anything like that for it yet. Uh, we probably will once it starts actually airing. But uh, have you have you plotted what to call it? Because that's a big thing with these movies by minutes Facebook I groups. I haven't talked with Jeb about it yet, but I kind of want to call it uh, the Toy Story Minute Roundup, like Woody's Roundup in the second movie. Oh, I, like I was thinking something's like Andy's Room or something like that. Ooh, that make, that works too. I don't know. Like we'll 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 figure it out. The round the roundup's pretty good too. My favorite, um, uh, my favorite name for one of the groups is definitely the uh, Back to the Future Minute listens listeners uh, Preservation Society for the <laughs> Clock Tower. That really works. Um, I like Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one I'm a fan of. Uh. But it's it's a fun little little gag that we all get, and and ours is the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels. I was really proud of coming up with that one. Uh, it's probably my second favorite. <laughs> to, to, we we came up with Damsels, and it took and us a bit to, to figure out the, uh, the other the letters. <laughs> oh, that's always but. fun. But yeah, listeners, if you go find the uh, the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society on Facebook, you can join the conversation there and post links and, and make comments and uh, spout your theories about how much the witch had planned or not. But also, please share us with your friends, uh, family members, co-workers, people you don't really know that well. Just share us. Uh, <laughs> give us a rating street, and a review. Wave, it, wave them down and be like, hey, do you like Snow White? Hey you! You do you like Disney? Which is do, your, do you like? What's your favorite dwarf? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I think that would work. If you do that, please uh, let us know. Let us know. Like, take a video of it and then put it on the on the damsels page. Uh, and you but can most use it when you go to your court hearing when that person harangues you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, most importantly, come back tomorrow for more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Until then, just whistle while you work. <laughs>